0: This is the One Piece Podcast, episode 573, for the week of Sunday, June 9th, 2019. My name is Ed. My name is Steve. Oh, and my name is Alex. And we're back from Japan, and joining us this week, first, we have our very special guest, the translator for One Piece and Weekly Shonen Jump, that's Stephen Paul. Hey, you get me for one week, at least. (laughs) Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second, but also also joining us this week, we have... uh, From the Vintage Anime Podcast, we have Dennis. Hello. Finding time in between cosplay to appear on the One Piece Podcast.
1: Trying to. It's actually really, really hot here, so... Could not work on stuff outside today, because I'm dying of heat.
0: (laughs) I heard it was pretty bad, yeah. Uh, But one person who isn't in a hot part of the country, probably, uh, is the One Piece reviewer for Anime News Network and the well, well. Once we bring the anime recaps back, you will be the anime recap host for the One Piece podcast. We have Sam Leach. It's getting pretty warm. Um, yeah, even even up there in Minnesota. Yeah, it gets. I mean,
2: we have we have we have summers. So.
0: <laughs> I mean, I do uh, I do appreciate.
2: In to,
3: uh, Jesse, the body. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here. Oh here's
0: wow. From around here.
3: Um. So
0: who who? Uh, I, I have to ask. Alex and Steve, who do you think came back with more merch from Japan? Steve, Steve. Okay,
3: <laughs>
4: I, I was there longer. That's what I figured. And I did. Go, I did go to a One Piece cafe in the middle of the ocean. So
3: yeah, I mean, like, I guess if you count, if you count out each individual volume of Dragon Ball that I bought, maybe me, but uh, I'm pretty sure Steve. I saw his pictures. I can't even see whatever. Is that was that your bed?
4: <laughs> no, that that was my bed.
3: Yeah, I can't I even see a, your bed.
4: I, I filled a
0: queen size bed with merchandise. <laughs> I, I only nice took a picture of the at all. all the Zoro merchandise I bought. So, yeah. but <laughs> that still took up like most <laughs> of my kitchen table.
3: Yeah, like hey Steve, how do you sleep at night? <laughs> 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 on a big pile of one piece shit, <laughs> 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 on top of a beautiful yes, pile sir. of
0: Sanji's. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I still have to t- should I, so I, should I should
4: organize all the I should organize all the Sanchi stuff. Yeah, it's nice seeing Sanchi merchandise and not crap back here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, all we get these days are all like those weird one piece lady figures of them um, wearing ridiculous outfits. Yeah.
0: We don't get little yeah. uh, cell phone charms of Luffy holding beef skewers or Zora with a fish. No, no we don't. No. Uh, That that was probably some of my favorite One Piece merchandise, was the uh, regional merchandise. Like, I think we bought the Three Brothers Charms from the top of the mountain. Yeah, I I got even
4: more. uh, After you guys left, I went to Sakusa, and I got even more there. Yeah, you got a Frankie. Yeah, with uh, Tokyo uh, Skytree. Mm
3: -hmm. That's cool. That was cool. Uh, I'm, like, looking at some of the stuff I got, and I realized that, like... I think I've bought more phone charms and uh key ring stuff than ever before <laughs> Christmas and, like, tree I ornaments. Ever...
0: Christmas tree ornaments where yes, will you family. hang them all <laughs> christmas tree
3: yeah yeah okay. that's 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 a much better that's such a great idea uh yeah i even like I was going through some old stuff and I found uh an old Frankie phone charm from like uh i don't know from like two thousand uh two thousand five or something like that. And uh, I was like, "Well, great. What am I going to do with this?" I just put it over the pile with the rest.
1: I mean, you guys are basically one degree away from an EDA bag, so I'm just
3: saying. I could create many EDA bags. Do it all my mm-hmm. crap, but not I one want, character specific. I still want to create a Duke Phillips EDA bag.
4: So.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, with no, all that all me. that Duke right. Phillips merch that,
4: <laughs> that, that that I'm gonna have to make myself. <laughs>
0: <That's> right. <laughs> Uh, now, unfortunately, the manga is off next week, but that does give us the opportunity to do an entire segment about our trip to Japan, which um, many of you have seen. If you're on our Patreon, you can see some, you can see the pictures from that. But uh, once Zach is back next week, we should be able to have a segment with all four of us running down what exactly uh, we did there. So, But for now, yeah. for this week, we'll have some piece together. We also have a manga recap for Chapter 945. Does anyone have the title for that chapter? It's... Uh, Olin, right. Yeah, so unless anyone has anything pressing right now, we should just get right into the manga recap. Great. Sounds good. This is the manga recap for chapter 945, Olin. And uh, before we even get to the the uh, what the the cover of One Piece this week? You have the cover of Jump to talk about. And this is you can see it on the homepage at shonenjump.com or biz.com slash shonenjump. But it's the it's it's Frog Luffy and a Frog, so, <laughs> and uh, Frog. Yeah, um, the Frog. What do you guys Cute. think? It's adorable. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder who is in the other Frog costume.
3: Uh. Is that a costume? I don't know. Probably not. Uh,
4: yeah, yeah, cute frog. Um, yeah,
5: yeah we, the original. I what would
3: happen if you kissed it. Well, it is
5: <laughs> a rainbow theme that's for what, Pride. I think it's just what we're seeing right now. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Uh, yeah the um, the original cover of Jump, um, like on I forget if it's like on the frog's hand or something like that. There's mm-hmm. a Message where it's it's pointing out that this is all like promotional stuff for the Wano Arc starting in the anime, and then the Stampede, um, which is why we have uh, you know the um, the quote unquote cover of the uh, chapter uh, in this issue. So
0: disappointing. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's talk about that. The one (laughs) I was a little disappointed that the One Piece Stampede cover contains only one member of the Straw Hat Pirates, although the 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 poster that I got at the One Piece Tokyo Tower. Does have all the straw hats in their Stampede costumes, so I prefer to go with that one. But this is the one oh, they no. chose to put in the magazine and it's got all your favorite Poochies. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's got Sabo and Slaw and Smoker and Hancock. And Buggy Buggy's cool. Um and Lucci, who was in the last movie.
3: Lucci it's is like so like you, uh like you could just call them Slaw. <laughs> Slogger,
4: Slaw. <laughs> <laughs> well right it's got window. no bread in it, so <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> I love that mug you found at the at the jump store
4: I yeah. man. I almost I should have bought that, but that cuff is just too teeny for for my hand, but
2: uh, I got the video
4: of yeah it,
3: so. it looks like, like a regular old it looks he's like, like so beefy he's round yeah, <laughs> yeah. that barrel chest it's yeah. like a big old sausage roll, yeah a loose sausage roll, gee. Lucci Ucci.
0: Something, hey, about
3: <laughs>
5: something about the way buggy like i think it's like his his kind of cravat collar thing where he just sort of looks like i don't know like a baby with a bib in a high chair or something like that <laughs> does buggy want a bottle
3: a big dirt bottle <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so Lucci, because of that little tuft of puff yeah, you know, that little tuft yeah. of hair or whatever. It looks yeah. like he's got a beard, like a big old, like a big
0: old oh, Santa, yeah, beard. Santa you beard. beard. You know, it took me a while to realize that the guy, the villain at the bottom isn't Horty Jones, like with the hair <laughs> and the face. Like yeah, I, had to, no.
3: I, had to, I had to look twice to be sure it wasn't him. Back oh, then. if only he was coming back. <laughs> uh, that is uh, that is Douglas Bullitt, the main antagonist of the movie. Douglas. Really Douglas? <laughs> yeah, Douglas Bullitt. Wow. Great. Right. His so, name. But
4: Douglas would be his last name, his surname. So his, his first name is
3: Douglas.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh.
4: Any relation to Michael Douglas? <laughs> eh, it's
3: Kirk my Douglas. brother, yeah, Bullet. He's... Ah, he's creating a pirate <laughs> thing. Ah. Bullet Douglas. Zach is cursing up a storm right now. <laughs> the only one that isn't winning Oscars. Bullet <laughs> Douglas. Wow. Bullet Douglas, the one that is most likely to be a member of the NRA. Jesus Christ. All right. His career is bigger in the, the 60s. Bullet, Bullet Douglas, the only, uh, the only uh, member of the Douglas family to endorse Coors Light.
4: All right. That's your last one.
3: All right, so
0: uh, <laughs> to start the chapter. Uh, back in the flower capital of Wano and uh, the town's Townspeople are, they're rumbling. Get away from Rasetsu Town. There's a battle unfolding. Uh, and uh, I guess this is his, this is the shogun who says, Get over there and fight! Anyone who dares to ally with Yathuye is declaring themselves my enemy! Thieve them all and strike off their heads! He looks insane in that last last panel there. Like, big Dutch tilt, and he is, uh, he, he's losing it. And he's like... He's got hey. mad with power. Yeah. Hmm. As if he wasn't already, but... Um, Zoro is still clashing with Kyoshiro, and he yells out, Wait, Orochi! And uh, Kyoshiro's like, Give it up, Ronin. And, uh, the townspeople are noticing, you know, Zoro Juro's tough. He's keeping up with boss Kyoshiro. Who is this guy? And, uh, they're both, they're both, uh, you know, breathing pretty heavy, but Kyoshiro does, he's still able to laugh, and, uh, as the, uh, the ninjas led by Raspberry come through, the Oniwabanshu, and, um, <sighs> Uh, so raspberry comments that Hawkins was right. Then straw Hat pirate crew capture one of them. Anyone we subject them to torture. We will learn what they are after that's wishful thinking on his part. Uh, (laughs) yes, sorry. They they say, and, uh, we, one of the, uh, one of the ninjas, like that's a woman, right?
5: Yeah. She's like the, I don't know. I think I called her the goth girl ninja (laughs) at
0: at the, uh, introduction scene. So she unleashes her hell. Um, What's that?
5: Uh, well, the biwa is the um, instrument, like the the lute, like oh, okay. um, instrument, and uh, so. <laughs> Hell, biwa being a biwa that just shoots bullets out of the end. This is a very whiskey <laughs> peak kind of gag. Yeah, it makes noise when I it shoots. Too. Yeah.
3: Sounds I, like she's a cowboy biwa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, there's. Um... You
1: see face palms on podcasts. I don't think you can see them. You could hear them. That's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if it just like as they shoot. It, it, you know, it just sings like Dexie or something. Like yeah. uh, like the Duke boys. Oh my god. Uh, that's no BWA. That's just <laughs> a gun. Bang 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 bang.
3: <laughs> that's just a
4: gun. It's... Just shoots out a big General Lee. <laughs> 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 um but Kids, sort- these are old tv shows that
0: were old when we were young <laughs> you ever watch uh you ever hear nick at night um anyway Bewitched, be wednesdays <laughs> <laughs> uh but Zoro correctly points out that's just a gun and we the scene sort of shifts so we get sanji saying thanks to as he grabs toko and runs away and he says don't worry i got her watch out for the dinosaur and he's like i know come on um He's running off with the Comro girl after them! Uh so the the I guess that's the s- subordinates of uh of Drake are saying that they're gonna go after uh, Usopp with Toko. Anyway, uh, on to the next page.
1: And here we have Sanji still taking on Drake. Uh it looks like he's trying to use his Diable Jambe. Um Drake roars in GRAR! And Actually he manages to swipe Sanji with his tail instead. Then he asks the age-old question: "Are you Soba Mask?" Roaring, the thwack Sanji gets hit into the con- like into one of the buildings and stuff. And then uh, he tells him, "We got intel about you, the Vidsmoke Smoke bloodline, eh?" And of course,
0: that is a sore spot still for Sanji. Don't you ever say that name again. Also, as Maddie pointed out on Twitter, <laughs> yes. Um, Intel. Yes, Intel. The Intel that was printed in the newspaper about yes. his name and his wanted poster. <laughs> um, yeah, real, you know, real he just
4: wanted. They wanted drake to feel smart so they just let him have this <laughs> Look,
1: drake can read which is more than most pirates are given credit for so
6: yeah
4: and drake hey. who is this sanji very good and what's this say before his name what does it say before sanji
6: it used uh, to say
2: black leg vine but... no Vin, yes.
6: Is, is he raised by?
2: Uh, sh- by Babyface from JoJo? <laughs> what the hell was Babyface again?
1: He was learning to computer from
4: Shireen.
2: That's, it's the that? it's
4: the computer guy from Golden. Oh Mountain. yeah, that's right. Mm. Who, uh, yeah, that was creepy. Not that creepy, but uh, it
2: was pretty creepy. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I,
4: I mean, I mean, uh, not saying Drake's not as creepy here. He's just uh, Drake uh, is. He's doing his best. He's got one of those peanut sized dinosaur brains,
1: <laughs> and he only has one eye, so it makes it harder to read
4: <laughs> no he's got two so. eyes he just he just covers one with a weird oh, sorry right. not <laughs> like a, a reverse <laughs> eye patch <laughs>
0: that is weird yeah <laughs> he uh, he just it's thinks it's head.
1: cool
2: yes
0: it helps him yeah, focus.
2: statement N-
1: next up we on the next page we go and see. Uh, Lady Komorosaki, or Hiyori, uh, yelling at Oh no, Toko, thinking that thinking that she might have been taken away. But then we see Brooke, I don't remember what Brooke's made-up name is. Bonkichi. Bonkichi.
4: Is it Bonkichi? Uh, is it? Yeah, I yeah, I that's think also
1: so. Okay. Uh, Bonkichi says, have no fear, those men who took Toko and Yasue are with our group. Now hurry, out of the capital with you two. And... Yori, still under disguise, is trying to get away. And Brooke continues, like, well, I distract him. And uses his soul powers, going, a curse upon you! Scaring the Oniwa Banshu again. I, I still like this gag. I still think it's fun that these uh, these people still don't comprehend what's going on, even though they do know what devil fruits are, in a way.
5: Yeah, well, I think it's like, yeah, they, they can't. Uh, put two and two together that it is someone with a special devil fruit power, but because he's yeah. playing, he's playing on like the folklore, like the stuff that they would be afraid of already. Uh, it's super effective. It's like Pokemon,
1: yeah, they're still super superstitious and whatnot. So, yeah. no, it's but this is
0: a uh, Gasha Dokuro again. What's that mean? Uh, it's a type of yokai, it's the giant mm.
5: skeletons. If you've ever seen those, um, like okay. Ukiyo style paintings, where it's like a you know, a huge skeleton that's like. 10 times as tall as a person.
1: Uh, okay. Like in Naruto. Uh, I do love the sound effects You're on there. Ooh, booga booga. <laughs> 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 and then we have uh, what's this dude's face? Daikoku? Yes. Telling Raijin and Fujin, or calling for Raijin and Fujin, and asking them to both go after that woman who's running away. And I saw her with Zolujuro earlier. So they now have a mission
3: too. Meanwhile, the battle rages on uh, and the townspeople start fleeing from the bedlam, uh, which, uh, which alerts Hawkins a little bit. But uh, then he sees our man with the, uh, the Amigasa, uh, who is Trafalgar Law. Uh, Hawkins uh, remarks that he thought he would show up as they both stand in front of Ratsetsu Prison. Uh, Penguin and Shachi are calling for their captain. And as he lifts the amigas off his head, uh Law mentions that there was one more, a polar bear. Uh Hawkins remarks that you could easily help them escape with your powers, and only a fool would place all of the hostages where you could see them. So uh a little a little clever on on Hawkins' part, but uh one in there. He uh, he tells Law that you're going into that cage to join them. And uh Law ever the The brazen, cocky fellow that he is says, What? Have you not learned your lesson yet? And with a smile, Hawkins says, Have you? (laughs) Ah, yeah, sure, I'll I'll give it a shot. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Law has no idea what he means by this until Hawkins decides to take out his straw sword and slice himself on the arm. He says, You cannot defeat me. And as he slices himself, the damage appears on Shachi's arm, who lets out a YOW! Uh, penguin is concerned for his fellow uh crewmate, as you see uh rock from the slice. And yes, there's there's Prince Adam of Eternia. And on the other <laughs> side is uh is cleaned up Zangief. <laughs> and um
5: aka uh, the, the local Ronin that we've seen uh at from time to
3: time. Yeah. I'm good. sure they're going to have names. Yeah. Could be by yeah. the end of this by the time a Viver card comes out for, uh, for the one to work. Um, so this, uh, this shocks and alarms, uh, Trafalgar law who has, uh, veins all up in his face. Um, and, uh, Hawkins reveals that he has four lives in his possession. So that of course points to, uh, Penguin Shachi and the aforementioned Beppo, uh, who is elsewhere. Oh, it's like and, the, queen, uh, the queen album. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like a, yeah, like, uh...
0: Hold on, no, a, no, A Night at the L'Opera.
3: Oh, my God. As as it's a... Uh, that's there, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. As a Queen superfan, I will tell you that that's not the cover for Night at the Opera, but I will put that slide. <laughs> anybody who follows me on Twitter knows how riled up I get about Queen. Um, he mentions that... Uh, Hawkins, of course, says only you can strike me down for good after your three subordinates are dead. So uh, once again, Hawkins is using his devil fruit powers uh, really like in an extreme way to his advantage. Before we only saw him use his own subordinates as human shields. But now he's using laws. That's uh, this is something that Doflamingo didn't even do. I mean, I guess he did with Bellamy, but it doesn't count.
0: Nobody really liked Bellamy. So.
3: That's true.
4: I liked Bellamy. I, I have terrible Steve reasons. Steve likes him, Bellamy. Like, no, <laughs> he
3: does not. I only like Sanji. Another characters. Nobody is. likes, I mean, everybody likes Sanji.
2: That is not true. Uh, <laughs> ladies
3: in Japan love Sanji.
2: That's
4: oh, true. they sure do. Yes, they do. American men that travel to Japan like Sanji. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, anyway, uh, a big kia is yelled as, uh, and and some "raz" as more explosions happen in town. Uh, and Sanji is, the beacon is activated. I sense a pretty lady. Beep 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 beep. This is like this is akin to something we saw back in Skypea when he sensed that <laughs> Nami was on the uh, Arcmax. That's right. Yeah. Uh, like, as his scope zooms in, we see uh Hiori being uh uh apprehended or uh by the uh the ninja people. Uh it's just a beautiful woman under attack. She needs my help as uh he somersaults or he just spins out of the way as Drake tries to take a big bite out of Sanji. Uh whoa! Uh and he quickly darts past. Uh and he has, But he has other ninja de- uh, dashing after him. Uh, it's hard to tell on this panel, but they're probably doing the Naruto run with their arms behind their back. Uh, <laughs> but before he could even intervene, uh, Zoro Juro comes in and saves the day and saves Hiyori.
0: And I think is this- Z- Zoro running. Oh, is it Zoro running? Yeah, he catches up with him pretty fast there from behind Come on, San-
4: Come on Sanji. <laughs> <laughs> But Zoro, I guess, runs past him and uh, stops these guys in their tracks. And this other uh, ninja is like, you protected her. You're
3: working together. It kind of looks uh, like the miser. <laughs> it's the eyebrows that give it away. And the nose.
4: <laughs> I'm Mr. Green Ninja. No one cares. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Hiori he latches on to Zoro Juro as he runs. And he's just like, how do you let them chase you? And she's like, "I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was hiding my face. Um, we'll We'll get to this bit, I think, a little bit later in this chapter. Uh, mm. I, I think I'll wait for that panel, but but they dart off, and then Sanchi, his Kokoro, broke a road <laughs> <laughs> as he makes a face saying, Ma said knows that beautiful babe? But he's got a lower bounty than me."
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sanchi clearly believes in power levels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's a good face. That's a that's a that's a good
3: face. That's a great
4: face. Yeah. I love that yeah. Sanji face. Yeah. Poor Sanchi, but uh funny moment.
2: Alright, we turn the page. We are on the outside of Bakura Town in Kuri. Uh somebody is shouting, you tried to manipulate us. Uh, and then it's I guess it's is it Ashura Doji knocking Kinemon to the ground right Yeah yeah, yeah that that makes sense. Uh, they burned down our mountain, Kinemon, uh, and Dogstorm is trying to plea with uh with uh, Shutenmaru, aka Ashura Doji. Uh, Wait, Ashura, we were in the wrong. Uh, it's true I should have, sw- uh, and the Kinemon is now talking. It's true I should have swallowed my pride and begged you from the start. It never occurred to me that twenty years can change a man, and so I arrogantly presumed that you would help if I invoked the sake of our liege. And when the, and when time pressed, I forced the issue. Forgive me, Ashura. Uh, but the plan is still alive. Lord Yasuye gave his life to deceive the enemy and divert attention. If anyone is aware that the moon, ta- if anyone is aware that the moon tattoos are not just a fashionable fad, it is the samurai who are, who were apprehended for bearing them. And uh, is he doesn't have anything to say quite yet. He's just kind of looking down on Kinemon. Uh, on the night of the fire festival, we will strike Onigashima, the Isle of Ogres. If all of this frees the samurai of the capital, I know that we will have their help. Will you join our fight, Ashura? And Ashura, without saying anything, he just takes another swig of his, uh, of his booze. Uh, come with me i got something to show you and then we
3: fade out Very curious yeah meanwhile at the excavation labor camp in udon um you hear a crack 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 crack, crack. zoom boom and we get a little uh we get a little bit on the loudspeaker saying the gate at the front entrance has been destroyed Imperial You're troops have entered more the base. Now, what is it? <laughs> 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 yeah, the front entrance has been destroyed. The second and third gates are ruined too. Imperial troops have entered the. Uh, and uh, we see in the in the smoke a obscured figure. Uh, of course, right front and center is Queen, who is one, and uh, who uh, remarks, "Is that?" And all the uh, pleasures are saying, oh, she looks familiar, but it can't be. What other hand could destroy the steel gates, though? It has to be. Big Mom. chop sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's Big Mom, or, or Olin. Uh, she is, and boy, she is ready, and she is wondering... Uh, what's Big Mom? Is it something yummy? Uh, and uh, everybody has the same exact face fault while looking at Big Mom, or, or Olin in this case. Um, uh, what is Big Mom doing here? They said they sank her ship, says, says Queen. And Luffy is, <laughs> has the same face fault, saying, what, am I dreaming right now? Mm. Which, uh, which makes sense. Um, Actually, Old Man Hyo is the only one who doesn't. Yeah, he's, just, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's like, not what? exactly, uh, yeah, he's pretty confused. <laughs> what? Uh, and uh, everybody's rattling and shivering and saying, oh, she's an emperor of the sea, like Kaido, why is she here? Um, well, let's just say that she is Olin for soup.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting that, like, literally everyone in this scene Aside from Hyo, is is a pirate, so they would know who Big Mom oh, is. Yo, being a local of uh, Wano, has you know that's a closed country. They have no mm. conception of uh, like what the Four Emperors would mean. He's been I, in jail for assume, twenty years. Yeah, right. that too. Yeah. Um, I like that so, Luffy
2: gets the funny face here.
5: Yeah. With everyone else, because
2: I feel like this is the kind of scene where, like, he we would get a shocked face, but maybe not like this kind of shocked face, but. No, Luffy Luffy knows what uh what Big Mom is capable of, I guess.
5: Yeah. She gets, you know, she gets the proper like honorable treatment from him, not like Buggy when Luffy met up with oh, it's you. Uh you know, he's <laughs> he freaks out when he sees her. Yeah. Um and uh on the next page Big Mom is calling for Otama because she smells the scent of Oshiroko. Let's eat it together. And then we see from outside the prison uh, that the giant, you know, very thick-looking gate is just, like, torn off, torn in half, basically, and thrown on the side. And uh, there's a little slumping sound effect, which I, I don't think maybe that's the um, the poor uh, uh oh, after yeah. having carried all of them. And uh Man, like, Man, that oh. gate's a lot bigger than... Yeah, it's a very big... You know, that looks like...
0: It's but about Big Mom's size. Yeah,
5: you should be able to walk well, through those holes in the gate like <laughs> <laughs> normal humans. I mean, like, like, if if Big
2: Mom was the size she was on the on the Gator thing, on the shirk-a-dial, mm-hmm. then that gate yeah. is still like like three like the part she broke off is still like three four times her size. Yeah,
1: was well, we're yeah. just all stuck together, so we have to find the weak point.
5: It could also just be Oda dimensions, um, and uh, so Otama is like, oh, she's calling for me. And Chopper is shocked, like, wait, what, how, what do you mean there's Oshiriko inside? I was just bluffing. Um, so, you know, the, the convenience of storytelling that, um, you know, they were feeding uh, Big Mom Oshiruko at, uh, at the cafe, right, as uh, we learned that Queen also loves Oshiruko and has a ton of it, has uh, come full circle here. Um, and uh, Okiku remarks that the, oh, the gate is wide open. That was, the, that was the other big question, was how we were going to get inside. And Otama is overjoyed because now they can go in and rescue Big Bro Luffy. Um, but Okiku says you and Lord Momonosuke have to hide out here and wait. And this is—I love this, these reactions. Otama is like, "Oh!" and Momonosuke is like, "Oh, oh, 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 darn, oh darn!" You, I guess we don't have any other option. Um, you know, clearly freaked out about it. And, um, you know, Kiku's like, yes, of course, there's no other way. You must not be spotted here. Um, As she explains, Udon is under the control of Queen, a lead performer of the Animal Kingdom Pirates. We must use our utmost vigilance, Chopper We see that she has assumed the uh, uniform of disguise, uh, which is is known in Japanese as a, uh, I believe it's a Hokkamuri. Um, and uh, that's when you take a, um, like a, a kerchief and you put it over your head and then tie the ends under your nose, um, which is basically just a comedy bit. And Chopper, in a bit of uh, fourth wall breaking, is like, What is with you guys in tying those towels under your noses? Uh, which I think is great because it it actually kind of works in two different ways because he definitely speaks for like the the English speaking audience because everyone of course reading it who who doesn't recognize that like sort of gag is like yeah what is the deal with that and it also kind of works in to a Japanese reader because it's like the Straw hat saying like like yeah what is the deal with those with these things that you know we do it's kind of making fun of the um of the uh, the classic gag so uh we go back inside the prison and uh big mom is like wait or queen says did you just say Oshiruko?" and she's like yeah yeah where is it give it here uh we heard you get to eat all you want so that's why we came Mm -hmm. and queen is furious he's like nonsense who told you that and we can see uh in from the sound effects too that he is starting to transform it looks like his neck is growing. And, uh, the you know, his uh, henchmen are like, ah, Master Queen's changing form. Did you know that Oshiruko is my favorite? Is that why you've come to steal it? And Big Mom is just like, what? I what? And she's got all these, uh you know, interrobang um, uh, bubbles. And the, uh, the henchmen are like, I-, I think the boss is losing it. And meanwhile, Luffy is the only one, you know, thinking straight. He's like, wait, you know, there's still... These guys are still dunked into the water. Like, they're going to drown while you're arguing about this nonsense. You know, you got to pull them up first. And, uh, you know, we get a little shot of them, uh, you know, a kid and killer, a.k.a. Kamazo, uh, both holding their breath desperately underwater. And Queen, Queen has this great reaction, like, what? Are you calling Oshiruko nonsense? And he's he's getting furious and we can see that he is uh, in silhouette. He is definitely transforming into some kind of creature. And Babanuki is trying to, uh, re you know, to reassert some control. Are you are you going to fight, sir? Not so fast. You know, fighting with Big Mom over food, maybe not the best idea. Uh, and <laughs> she is so we can see that she's, uh, you know, kind of looking at him with drool on her her lips. So. Yeah, it's kind of the danger zone for for Big Mom.
2: All right, and then we turn the page, and boy, there is a lot that I like about what's going on here. Uh, Queen has transformed into his full zone form, which is the dragon dragon fruit ancient model, Brachiosaurus. He's saying, We have plenty of Oshiriko, but it's all mine. You won't get a drop of it, you old hag. Uh, And he looks great like I really love this this like take yeah. on the Brachiosaurus it's still kind of cartoony and around but he's still like so like his neck looks so like muscular and thick Look how and, big like, his cigar him. is yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's,
0: got the,
2: he's got the he's got the like Fu Manchu mustache hanging off of his snout yeah, well, it's it's well, yeah. <laughs> yeah his kung fu ponytail
0: yeah
3: big veiny neck yeah he's a veiny victor
2: he yeah, has big, thick, veined neck, and his goons down below are—they're <laughs> like goons. thinking to themselves, or they're, they're whispering, "Oh no, if only he knew that all the oshiruko is gone." Um, and then, like, I guess in the hall next door, uh, Okiku and Chopper are running up the stairs and trying to get to the scene as quick as they can. Uh, oh jeez, I can already hear the shouting. I'm scared. Uh, and Chopper is saying, "But then again, if Olin is the nice version of Big Mom." Maybe she'll just be getting pushed around by all these fierce enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Smash cut to her. She's in midair as they're arriving. Enough. Just give me that. Oh, shiruko! And then she's just like slamming. She's jumped up in the air. She's grabbed Queen's head. She's slammed him into the ground. Uh, a big. Uh, and everyone's shouting,
5: Master Queen. <laughs>
2: Behergle. <laughs> i like this last page because you get like it's it's cool and exciting when you see um you see queen's uh brachiosaurus form it's like oh whoa that's badass but then it it, like really uh flows really well into this this setup punchline with uh chopper and kiku and then the big mom just slamming him into the ground
0: he's like three times bigger than she is
3: yeah he's huge Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: All right, I love um it. it's so good. Dennis, what are your overall thoughts on the chapter?
1: Um compared to last week's, I didn't think this one was as uh entertaining, but still some good stuff in the chapter. I love like what Sam was saying. I love Queen's dra- um uh, dinosaur form. It looks so amazing. Um I'm assuming we're going to get uh Hunger pangs Olin which should be interesting to see how ferocious she fights until she gets some Oshiruko. Um, I'm glad that we're getting back to the uh, Ashura Doji stuff because I was wondering what his whole beef was, like why he is so indifferent on wanting to help everyone, why he doesn't care anymore. So I'm curious to see where they go with that. And uh, yeah, fun times with Asanji and Zoro, times that I've missed since you know time skip basically yeah uh it's it's building up to some better things so i'm looking forward to what's coming up in the next chapter in two weeks
0: right on and uh sam oh yeah i
2: love this chapter the the brachiosaurus is great big mom just being a badass is great um I yeah, I I think that there's 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 so much interesting drama that this chapter is setting up Uh, because like, uh, you know, Queen could get up after this attack from Big Mom or he could have just gotten one shotted. Uh, But either way, like now we're going to have to deal with a a big mom who doesn't have her Oshiriko to eat. Uh, And 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 like if if Queen's out of commission, like what happens to like Luffy's collar? What happens to kid and killer? Um, I guess mm-hmm. I guess like Chopper and Kiku could save them, but like we don't know about the the collar deal yet. Uh and then the 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 Shuten Maru and Kinemon scene, it reminds me a lot of at the beginning of Wano when they showed us like Kinemon's graves and stuff, and it was like, Oh, here's this like secret dark history behind this whole story uh that we've been hiding this whole time. So um I like I really didn't expect Oda to go with this direction where it's, it's like, oh, like there's, there's something that like Kinemon has like taken for granted or like doesn't understand about what's happened in the past 20 years. And that's, that's going to be a real point of contention uh, here. So yeah,
0: but it must be weird though. The, it must be weird for him. Cause he didn't like, he didn't experience those 20 years. Did he? Is that how that's how that worked? No, right? he did. He didn't. Yeah, um, exactly. So, I mean, it's a, uh, it's a long period of time. Yeah, uh
2: I mean like uh, that that obviously kind of just ties into the whole like oh here's all this time that's gone by or here's just time that's lost and we're never going to get again. Mm-hmm. Um the way that like Shutenmaru is carrying himself or he's he's listening to Kinemon like you, you you can tell that like part of him wants to help but there's like some there's some other thing that Kinemon doesn't know about that uh uh she admires about to show him. I don't, I'm I'm really interested in finding out what that is, and then also the the predicament that Law is in with Hawkins. Like that's a really interesting, like, like I don't know how you like how is Law going to get out of that? But you know he's got to somehow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right, Sam. Anything else? Uh, that should do it. All right, uh, Stephen. Um, let's see. I will.
5: I, I'll kind of echo what. Um. Uh, what both of these guys just said that I do I do feel uh, like Dennis, you know, maybe that because this is kind of like the third chapter in this sequence of, you know, the the execution scene kind of going wrong or, you know, leading to a bunch of chaotic consequences. And so I feel like at least with like sort of the the novelty of what's happening, there's a bit of a diminishing returns where, you know, it's just kind of like a couple of pages of fighting which is you know fun stuff um but it doesn't um you know doesn't feel quite as uh like you know new like a like a new chapter unfolding in the the arc as much as it is continuing what uh what just got set up um but uh you know there's some some good some comic stuff um some good action um I, I, I am really curious, too, about this, uh, the shoot tomorrow scene. And I do feel like, um, although Sam covered it pretty well, I feel like either it's going to be uh, either there is going to be some big reveal of, you know, some some new wrinkle to the the backstory of Wano that we have not been privy to yet that he's about to reveal and or. It's going to be, you know, that that Shu is basically sort of like the stand-in character for the, you know, the full weight of that of that time because, like you said, Kinemon is, you know, all of this stuff happened like month just a couple months ago for Kinemon, and he's been desperately trying, like this entire time, to get back and you know complete the the mission essentially to to avenge uh, Odin's death, whereas. Tamaro has been sort of living through, you know, the consequences of that for for 20 years and is clearly hardened and cynical about it. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we get something that is sort of like him saying, you know, where were you guys? Like, you know, you weren't there when we needed you right in the aftermath and how that, you know, has, you know, just sort of soured him, gave him the attitude that he has now where it's like there's no, you know, there's no true samurai anymore. The the age of honor in Wano has has passed and, and all of that stuff. So
2: But I feel um, like that's I feel like that's what he's saying already
5: now. And then that this new right. thing has to be related
2: but not like the same point.
5: It could be, yeah. I mean I, I wouldn't be surprised if it if it, you know, if it's something that just sort of elaborates on that. But um, you know, obviously we we still have not gotten like the big uh, you know, story flashback for this for this island um, and what happened in the backstory? So um, that's there's still a lot to be revealed there. Um, I do, as far as the last scene goes, um, it was a it's a lot of fun. I think the last two two pages are pretty great. The Brachiosaurus mm-hmm. is a great you know choice for a uh, a power to have. It does it did strike me as a little odd, I guess that we already have we have two dinosaurs in the uh the toby roppo you know drake and page one and, and king i guess that's true that we did have king uh as you know as one of the dinosaurs who is not in that group but it mm. also does seem like i don't know it maybe it's not as wide of a variety as i would have thought where you know jack is the wooly mammoth and then king is the trinodon. so like you know w- there could i guess there could have hypothetically been some other thing that isn't some quite other kind of ancient yeah yeah like animal but I, I guess I guess you know get based on Queen's design and stuff, like this does seem like a pretty apt choice to to go with, and is a great you know match for um, for Big Mom. Um, I don't think obviously I don't think that this is like a one hit KO by any means, um, but it is a good I think it's a good use of um, like reminding people that even even though Big Mom has these kind of weird handicaps where she either gets like you know, she gets sidetracked about food or she goes into this, these weird kind of fugue states, but she is still like, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're doing the whole tier ranking thing, like queen, she's an apex predator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Queen is like the second rung under Kaido. Big mom is the emperor of the sea who is, you know, of an equivalent power to Kaido. So it only makes sense that like in a, in a fair fight, like she should be, mopping the floor with queen. So uh, I did like that, um, that kind of dynamic of the, the way this chapter ended. It was fun. All
0: right.
3: Uh, Alex. Yeah. Fun chapter. Uh, yeah, I think last, last week was a real, um, was a real, uh, ball buster. Like last week was a, like a real, like, you know, whoa, big revelation. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, we were hung over. We were really, were <laughs> really hungover last week. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of fun action in this. I really, I really liked Zoro squaring off against Kyoshiro, like a lot. Um, and how, uh, unaffected by Zoro, uh, Kyoshiro is. He's got a much cooler head in this situation. Um, when, uh, Raspberry <laughs> says, um, <laughs> you know, oh, let's capture one of them and torture one. Uh the first <laughs> one that I, I thought of was Usopp because I think you know chapters ago he was talking about how he would definitely spill the beans oh, yeah. if he uh, Oh man, I just forgot him. about that. Right. Yeah. I think not or I think Nami said if you spill if you were captured, you'd totally spill the beans or something like that. Um and I kinda hope that doesn't come to pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh just because of, you know, time skip Usopp uh being who he is. Um i really liked uh i really liked the um the ninja with the gun and her biwa. i thought that was really cool uh stephen remarked that it, it was it was like a whiskey peak gag and uh it reminded me of that in the best way um sanji versus Drake is fun uh god brooke is brooke is great i the law stuff is really interesting to me now because i wonder if he's just going to like knowing law and and like the stakes that he fights for it makes me wonder if he's going to join Kaido's side for a little bit um to to uh to save his crew um the only other way i can i can imagine him um being able to defeat drake is if he knocks drake in water or not drake hawkins is if he knocks hawkins in water and uh you know alleviates that uh that power for that time being but um yeah the lost stuff has some weird weirdly uh weirdly serious stakes to it that i really like um i i kind of want to see more of this uh very interested in seeing what shoot Mara is going to show them uh at this point like i i I really do wonder uh when we're going to get get that uh full-on odin flashback but it might not be before a big battle, um, just because of how Oda generally does things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The last, uh, the last, the last, the uh, last couple pages. Cool Brachiosaur. I'm digging it. Uh, I want. I just. I kind of want to see more of this fight between Queen and Big Mom, just because I I know it's going to be <laughs> balls to the wall, just just thrashing. Um. I.
2: Oh, I still hope we get that idea of like. Of, like, big mom getting into a sumo
3: match with somebody.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that'd either, be either with Queen or, or even with Luffy.
3: Now, I wonder, with Luffy's collar, I wonder if it's, like, if Queen needs to pull the lever for that to work, or if he can just go in and save Killer and uh, Kid himself.
2: Or he's going to have to figure out the, the hockey thing
3: that Rayleigh did with Kami's collar. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a really good... Uh, Really good point. That and um, like using his uh, his hockey ability, or whatever, to cut the ropes or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Like a, yeah, that could it's, be like
2: an extension of this this in, this invisible armament hockey that uh, he's trying to get down.
3: Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I I completely forgot what Rayleigh did with the uh, did with the collars and Shibandi. That's a, that's a really good point. Um, he them. Yeah, he he yoinked him right out. Doing them right out. Um, but that's it for me. Uh, can't that, wait for the next next chapter I All right.
0: Um, Steve, what do you got? Oh
4: well, a lot of people said some good things here. You uh, know I mean, it's another entertaining chapter. I, I like everything kind of going off the rails. Uh, I think that's always fun in the one piece story because uh, we've had a lot of exposition, a lot of setup for this arc and the way everything's going in this country. so I'm kind of glad we're getting a little bit more action uh Sanji fighting dinosaurs is always a plus um what else did I want to add here uh yeah uh I I, I kind of I would like to concur about law situation um I do like you know now we're getting a little bit more characterization about law because law is very affectionate towards his crew you know the same way like Luffy is yeah you know, he cares about them so putting him in this scenario is uh is nail-biting it's going to be interesting uh and yeah, Hawkins is, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a meanie. <laughs> so, uh, good thing I care about him the least. So out of all the other, uh, worst generation supernovas. So, uh, you know, right, hopefully law, uh, finds a way to defeat all skanking and pans here. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, Sanji moment, funny Sanji moment. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I guess I'm also interested in what, uh, Ashura has to show them, uh, and I don't know. I want to see Big Mom slide down a bronchiosaurus like Fred Flintstone. And yell, <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> do.
6: The possibilities
0: are endless.
4: <laughs> well, that's all. It's it's another great chapter.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed this too. I love the uh, the play between sort of Sanji and Zoro. Um, yeah, that, that, that was, that was a lot of fun. Drake sort of transforming and Drake is sort of a simple guy. Like, (laughs) I'm not sure if he's a real, real deep thinker. Like, um, unlike Hawkins, Hawkins is like a plan guy. Yeah. Or he's, he's always seems to be thinking ahead, but like Drake is mostly, he seems to be a fighter, sort of a fighter guy. Uh, I, I like where that's sort of leading him. He's not, he doesn't always have to be, you know, Mr. Plan ahead. Um. Curious where Zoro and Koshiro is going because that just sort of gets dropped right at the um, you know right as it was getting going. So Zoro sort of runs off and rescues rescues the girl, um, which is usually Sanji's role. So I, I can see why Sanji's feeling a little jealous over that. And um, yeah, it's I mean, the I th-
4: role Sanji plays, I don't think he necessarily has, but uh...
0: <laughs>
3: eh, well, he tries. Um, <laughs> I um, yeah, go ahead. I, I, w- I wanted to ask you and you and Steve, uh, did this chapter make you crave Yoshitoko? Uh, because it, I definitely was uh, getting great flashbacks to a couple weeks ago. Well, now I know, you know, the reasoning what behind the craving. Yeah, what is it again?
4: I I my my description of it is not very. Uh... You could call
3: it like a sack of wet spider eggs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's, it, I mean, it, it wasn't my favorite thing. It was good, but it's like, it's like a hot mochi in sweet yes. bean soup. It's, yeah, I, it's interesting.
3: I loved it. I thought it was great.
4: Um, it was good on that cold, rainy day, and I described drinking the rest of that, uh, that red bean soup. It's like having a sugary cereal and then having nothing left but milk and then drinking all the milk. What is it, spit soup? Sounds pretty good. Uh, it was alright. I liked it. I like, I yeah, know, Big I was... Mom, calm
5: down. <laughs> Overrated. <What? Yeah.
3: laughs> By the way, uh, speaking of Hawkins Skank Skankin' Pants, how have we not called him Basil Skalkins yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh.
1: Does he play skaw?
3: Yeah, mm. he just has ska pants. He skanks.
0: <laughs> a um,
4: well, if you don't like my episode images, we could dig up that old one that Maggie, uh, Maddie drew. So uh. Uh, I, uh,
0: I yeah. should say I do like Otama and Momonosuke being like being cute in their own way. in this <laughs> uh, that that that's always fun. Uh, yeah. Big Big Bomb, as you guys are saying, always being like she has. You have to remember that she is like, one of the strongest people of you know the whole world. Great. So mm-hmm. uh, you guys pretty much covered everything else I wanted to say. Uh, any, any more final thoughts from anyone, Sam?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I like the, cause one of the things I think is kind of crucial about big mom as a character is that her like destructive tendencies, her, her, both her strength and her like desire to like rampage and destroy it until she gets what she wants. Like that's, that's not something she was like taught. That was just something that she was kind of born with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's something that's true. Even when she's a child that's something that's true. Even when she loses her memories, it's, just like sort of like a personality trait that she's it's just like true no matter like which which version of her she is
0: yeah that's true um all right you guys want to move on to the piece together segment oh boy all right (laughs) okay cool let's do a lot of weeks to got a lot of weeks to catch up on yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'll see we'll see how much there is This is the piece Together segment where we take your questions, your comments, your theories, and then we answer them for the first time in several weeks. So, um, Sam, why do we start off with you and some Dispiece. Yes,
2: okay, so Dispiece is a little out of sync with uh, current events, but uh, we've got backlog to get through. Our first one comes from Narthon, who uh, has a lot of beef with Zach, it seems. Uh, it seems very strange to me that Zach complains that the Pokemon talk is too boring right after he just said all the host names and chapter number predictions for 10 minutes. I really don't like the guest the chapter end number recurring segment, especially the rehashing of what chapter number everyone previously picked. Seems meaningless to me. If anyone really enjoys it, I'd like to hear it, though.
5: <laughs> See, I think I think the thing you need to understand is for Zach, numbers and spreadsheets <laughs> are Pokemon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, for some people, Pokemon are are also numbers of spreadsheets.
4: Yeah, I, was I, going to say, I, I, I think I think Numbermon or, or
0: that, I just think yeah, Numbermon
4: are Numberific. I got two.
2: Maybe maybe that's that's our in with Zach. Maybe he just doesn't understand Pokemon. If you can tell the him way the, the way that would to him.
1: logistics of what it takes to breed the perfect Pokemon right. with all the perfect IVs, yes, then we will lose <laughs> Zach to One Piece. No, no don't don't Pokemon. make Zach one
4: of those. Don't make Zach one of those jerks, please. But he might like it. <laughs> no, that could Zach be his be
6: thing.
2: Don't you,
4: yeah, don't you want Zach to
2: be a pokehead?
4: He's got plenty of things to be happy about. <laughs> That's true. Uh, like for Zach, instead of calling them Pikachu, just call them 25. Ooh. Maybe he'll like it more. Yeah. Detective, uh, Detective 25 out now in theaters. Sounds like an anime.
5: Probably <laughs> it <is>. does, right? <laughs> Yeah. Detective Zakachu. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
3: is it too late to change the episode title image? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll kill you? <laughs> yeah. All right,
6: what's All the right. next Our next uh, one. Yeah.
2: Our next this piece comes from Morgill. Uh the this question is for Steven. So I've been rereading old volumes again and his initial appearance in in his initial appearances Sanji used to say crap a lot like crap cook crap pirate etc. It seemed he stopped doing it around the end of the Arlong arc so did Oda just give up on that unique speech quirk or did Viz just stop translating it? And for that matter how was that handled in the original Japanese version? I always thought it was kind of funny and he, I th- I always thought it was a kind of funny and unique catchphrase of his and sometimes wish he still said it sometimes.
3: Well, I think in the Japanese, he still says "so" a lot, right?
5: Yeah, he does. Um, that's that's the thing. Is um, you know, I guess a, a more uh, direct translation would be "shit" instead of "crap," but um, you know, that's a little a little too much for, especially when they started back in in those days. Um, and we we still don't use it um, for at least not for one piece. Um, I don't know. It's I'm kind of of two minds about it because I think he. Oda doesn't write him, like, he does not overdo that, you know, joke or that that quirk, I guess, for Sanji. Um, he he doesn't use it as, he's never used it as much as he did during the Baratier, like, because that was, like, his thing that he did that, you know, made him stick out as a character. And so that's kind of gone a little bit to the wayside. Um, but I, it's also a little tricky for me since that's kind of not my, I don't know, I, I guess just personally, I, I kind of don't like, you know, subjectively, I don't really like the way that that looks like the crap cook, crap geezer type stuff. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't, it doesn't really work for me as well. And so my, my, it's definitely not my first tendency. Um, when I, I do see it, I honestly don't really think about it that much when, um, when I do see his, um, his dialogue. So it's kind of a combination of, of factors, but, um, you know, I, I I'm more of the type to like if he says it as a as a sw- just as a straight up like, oh, crap, like that's an easy choice for me. Um, but the using it as a sort of like compound Adjective. word thing. Yeah, it's it's just a little awkward. So um, I, I, I tend not to do that. I think I agree with Margot. I, I did like that as a quirk. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that I'm like, oh, this is clearly the right, you know, this he should, you know, we should remove all of these. It's just more of like my tendency as when writing his dialogue is, um, is not stuff to. Yeah, it doesn't flow right. as well. And he doesn't use it in that exact vein as often as he, he used to. It's mostly reserved for like, you know, Zoro, Kusomartimo and stuff like that. Maybe um, you should uh, bring it back a little bit. You know, instead of, instead of Mosshead, call him Craphead. Crap's back in town. <laughs>
3: i think da- damn works too like as a modifier right like i've seen that yeah. i used yeah um and, although
5: yeah what's i think i think we also tend this is more of like a you know certain uh editors uh who have final say at, at uh shonen jump are more like well we don't like damn on its own uh damn it with like two m's is okay like blink 182 style but like if it's like two words like damn it or damn you like that's a, I don't know it's just a style thing that has been used throughout the length of the series so um, we, we sort of are pushed away from that there's you know there's it, there are certain words that are fine and certain words that they try to avoid and that's just kind of the house style I guess I would say.
2: And then our last disc piece comes from Grim Peace. Uh I think he's referring to last week's chapter. Some great exposition on smiles this chapter, which is immediately overshadowed by the boys being back in... Oh, this is like two weeks ago. Uh, mm. The boys being back in town. Hope you guys play that at the beginning of the episode. I have- <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Sorry we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling they're going to be paired up as a crime duo, much to their chagrin. Also, as much as I kind of enjoy Caesar appearances, I keep forgetting the dude is a psychoscience bastard that pulled some weird, wicked, shady business. Would you guys risk eating a smile now, knowing the chances?
6: No. no, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so <an> easy guy. <laughs> To be a worse zone?
3: God. Like I don't want to have like I don't want to have, like, an armadillo on my elbow or (laughs) or a stork on my foot. I just want a hippopotamus
4: for Christmas.
5: Or a frog on your butt. I don't want to have a flamingo down there. I I just like that phrasing. Now that you know it's worse, does that make you more likely to try it?
3: Yes, because my life is in such shambles that how could it possibly get worse? Let's uh, eat a smile devil fruit. Um,
4: uh, I just Alex, love gambling. Uh, Gotta Alex, take that risk. Alex, that'd be uh, Chambres? Chambres. Uh, no, yes. Chambres. Chambres.
0: yeah, uh, huh? let's um, go into the... I don't think we have any emails this week, but do we have Reddit?
5: uh yeah let's see um we have a couple obviously there's been some um questions submitted over the last couple weeks so i'm gonna um pick some from uh older episodes uh, and, and, and
0: i just i don't mean to say that we don't have any emails this week it's just that nobody on the show has the email password oh uh, whoops <laughs> <laughs> so don't stop <laughs> sending emails we will read them
3: i've got it you do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's look at some. Let's do. Let's do Reddit, and yeah, pick up some emails. Great. Cool.
5: Okay. Uh, so continuing with Reddit, let's see. Um, all right. We have a question from Aaron F. Eighteen, who says, "I'm a little confused on the terminology of Kaido and Orochi. As I understand it, the shogun is like a military general who is very powerful, powerful enough to basically run the country in a historical setting." Uh, The emperor is more similar to a European king where they are born into the royal family with certain privileges and distinctions. I don't know much about Japanese history, but from what I understand, the the country was basically completely controlled by the shogun for at least some periods of time with the emperor being more of a puppet leader. Because of this, I'm very confused on why Kaido is the emperor and Orochi is the shogun. It seems like Kaido has control on all, if not most, of Wano's military might excluding maybe the Oniwa Banshu and some of the people from the most recent chapter. Orochi, on the other hand, is basically a puppet leader of Kaido who doesn't actually make many of the important decisions and just serves as a public symbol. Uh, For this reason, it would make much more sense to me if Kaido was the shogun and Orochi was the emperor instead of the other way around. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Is this just a misunderstanding on my part? Are you guys just as confused as I am?
0: Well, they were already the four emperors before... We really knew, I guess, what, like, what Kaido was. So kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, can't he fits into the Four Emperors so well?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Also, isn't I isn't that
0: feel
4: kind like... of just. Go ahead, Stephen. <laughs> oh, uh,
5: isn't that just kind of just taking the term emperor a little too literally? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm trying to think now. I don't think we've actually heard it stated in the story that kaido is literally the emperor of wano right like he's just sort of the guy who orochi is working with and so because orochi is the shogun and you know explaining what the shogun is in you know in a historical context requires explaining how it's different than the emperor has maybe confused some some people like this uh reader who is expecting there to be an emperor and also i i I don't think it's necessarily the case that Orochi is like a puppet leader. Like he doesn't control all of the muscle, but based on the fact that like he was the one doing the dealings with CP zero and like, you know, calling the shots on the weapons and stuff. I feel like he is the guy who is managing the country essentially. Like he may be doing a bad job of it. You know, it may be really super corrupt, but he is kind of the one in Kaido is just sort of like chilling in his lair and drinking a lot. And enforcing you know having the uh, the manpower to enforce all of Orochi's um rulings and stuff so uh that's kind of the way that I see it um I guess and uh also you know it's also probably useful to point out that Oda might use historical terms but he may not you know it's still this is still the world of One Piece where everything kind of works on Oda's own you know stated logic so it may not you know, be a, a perfect reflection one-to-one of what the actual, you know, definitions of the words are. So um, that's what I would say about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lord Nemo 593 says, Hey, OPP, imagine 10 years ago. Otohime got killed. Doflamingo took over Dress Rosa, And last but not least, the One Piece podcast was born Congrats to them, 10 years. Though I do have a question. Do you think that One Piece will end before OPP is 17 years old, like how old Luffy was when he started his adventure?
6: That's,
0: That'd be pretty cool. That's close, actually. Like, for how long, how much longer I think the series will go. Yeah. It's like, close. You could be right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It,
5: it's really hard to say with Oda, because, you know, he just... he. he I, I think he... Like he, he likes to think about how much longer or shorter it will take. But once he kind of sets up something, he, you know, the man is diligent to a fault. Like he is dedicated to yeah. finishing telling that story. Yeah. So, um, you know,
1: and, you know, with one piece taking more breaks, which is a true good thing yeah. because, yeah. you know, let, let the man have his mental health.
0: Yeah. He, uh, he won't be a George R R Martin. I'm sure he'll finish it before, That whatever that live action gets going.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
0: That's gonna That's going to happen someday, I'm sure.
5: Mm. Yeah. Uh, Natachi says, now that we have seen all sorts of depressing storylines in this arc, Yasuye dying, the history of Ebisu town, oppression in Wano, Otoko laughing at her father's death and killer, killer Drake ripped off of his own self. Is this the most detailed arc in one piece? I can't remember when so many details about a place slash country was ever discussed at any other arc except maybe Skypea.
0: Dressrosa uh, was pretty involved. I mean, yeah. Like, really, I mean, going back into the history and all the different characters that were introduced, like, even more than I, I think, than in, we're in Whole Cake Island. That was just mostly the uh, Charlotte family who was introduced. So, I think Dressrosa probably is the second most. But the, uh, with. As intricate as this has been plotted, I think it's number
5: one. I, yeah, I think in terms of the density, um, like Dress Rosa had a ton of history, but uh, you know the, the history part of it of, of the location was pretty much just like Do Flamingo and the Riku royal family. And I right. feel like most both of in the Wano characters,
2: yeah, are, bo- most of the characters are not Dress Rosa locals. Right.
5: Right. Exactly. And I feel like Wano and Skypia have been much more dense with like fleshing out kind of the entire society and like the sort of like the different groups that are you know in natural uh, rivalry and and stuff like that. Um, so I, in a sense, I do I definitely see what um, what Natachi is saying here about comparing it to Skypia, um, especially because I think we are going to get a Skypia esque like extended flashback just about you know characters who are now dead or much older who are not the straw hats so um you know we don't get too many of those um anymore
0: although uh, dress rosa was another place where we got one with um i guess it was law but it was also dope yeah yeah. um
5: let's see uh brave sabo says in the chapter 784 color page Zorro wears a shirt that sells that says, El quería el último día mejor on top oh, of thing. a grave that says 944, a Spanish saying that literally means whoever laughs last laughs best. Uh, chapter 944 tells the story of Zorro's worst gen rival who spent his life killing those who laughed at his laugh eventually gets forced to laugh continuously by being fed smile. Um, Oda's proven to foreshadow a couple of things on color pages. We've seen these from time to time, so I have to ask a question. Is Oda a god? And the majority of the fans already gave him that epithet. Not sure if he's aware of it, though. Uh, happy OPP 10th anniversary. Wishing you all the best.
0: He is the god of I the mean, people. People were, were waiting to
2: find out what 944 was for a long time and the common theory was like, oh, this is going to be the, the Zoro death chapter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just like connecting dots that aren't really right. that weren't designed to be connected. Like Oda foreshadows a lot. He loves sneaking in little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> something like that is just way, 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 it's like, uh, way too specific. This is
0: like one piece on, isn't it?
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much
0: <laughs> like like Oda could be like, oh, I'm going to
2: bring this character back hundreds of chapters later. But he wouldn't be able to he wouldn't be able to guarantee that his story is going to let him like make certain reveals or take the story in certain directions by like specific chapter numbers like that.
5: Like he's like, Oh, Oh boy. Okay. I'm going to say chapter 1037. I'm going to put this little numerology hint in here and I'm going to, you know, introduce like the end game character. And then he gets to like chapter 900 and he's like, okay, I'm ready to introduce this character. Oh shit. I I got another 137 chapters to go. I guess I got to write another arc (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah i mean it like does,
2: he, yeah. he he has a, like a very like organic approach to like story like he he goes where the the story itself wants to go like he he, he can't like fit it into like this perfect math equation right. where he like he knows that oh i'm gonna have this much time to do right. this and it's gonna you yeah, know
5: seven more chapters until i do this or that you know it doesn't work that way
4: ah uh, yes another, another another chapter of one piece done Chapter 945, that means only 74.9% of
5: the series left to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Um, Uh, Let's see. Uh, Dark Sun Down says... uh, Okay, this is referring to uh, the scene at the end of last chapter uh, when Luffy says... The only one who decides where I'll die is me, uh, to Queen, uh, right, as Big Mom shows up. Uh, Dark Sun Down says, the way that I read the third to last panel is Big Mom finishing Luffy's statement. The only one who decides where I'll die is me. He says, there's no speech balloon pointing to Luffy, Um, which is uh, an interesting idea. And for, for a second, when I saw this question, I thought... I wonder if that is right, because it is true that Luffy and Big Mom have the exact same like first person pronoun usage, uh, which is that they they both use ore with uh, the uh, in Hiragana rather than Katakana. Um, But then I looked back at it and it is absolutely Luffy like finishing his sentence. Plus, uh, you know, when we see Big Mom, she is basically in an Oshiriko haze. And as we saw from this chapter, she is very still, very much still in her, like uh, Olin, uh, you know, mindset, and not like you know Charlotte Linlin, Big Mom getting revenge on Luffy or whatever. So, uh, yeah, that does not seem to be the case. Uh, let me check this week's uh, questions. Uh, let's see, Crackle Cake Boss says, "Now that we have Law <laughs> on a mission to rescue his crew." It reminds me of the jokes Steve Yurko referenced with him as Harrison Ford saying, I want my family back. (laughs) I want my
0: polar Uh, bear back. Since they're
5: both serious-faced one-liner cool guy types, it helped me tie them together into one. The name is Trafordger Law. (laughs) (laughs) I just have
4: one request. Can can Hawkins be Tommy Lee Jones? Just so he could say, I don't care. (laughs) <laughs>
1: since in a lot of Harrison Ford movies, he's always like lifting up his index finger pointing. It's like a pretty common trope is, is law's version of Ford's finger, the middle
3: finger. <laughs> <laughs> Treferrison the Lord. Or nice. time
5: Uh, All right. Prince of Assassins says, uh, so this ended up getting to you later than I planned due to various factors. But if each of the main original Avengers, Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk Thor, Hawkeye and Black Widow had a favorite one piece character, who would each one like?
3: Okay. So this is for the uh, semantics. This is the movie Avengers. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, Not the comics. Um, Okay. Oh, mm. I mean like mm. it'd be easy to say that like Hawkeye would like Usopp but Hawkeye would definitely like Zoro. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, think I thought it would I was like like one of I these Thor, art mashups. Thor would like Frankie I think. I
5: thought you were going to say Hawkeye would like Law since they both kind of have the
3: edge lord, like oh, you know yeah.
5: classic Law like <laughs> middle finger Law.
3: Oh no, um, yeah 100%. Call me Ronin now. Um. Uh, This is tough.
5: Uh, Captain America. I I don't know if this is like, it's hard to say like favorite, but like in terms of who kind of matches up the best, I feel like Captain America's best match would be like Kobe or something. Like, you know, the guy who's on the the justice side who actually has his heart in the right place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The Boy Scout. I have works. Hmm.
1: What's interesting about Iron
0: Man?
3: Um,
6: Waffle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Waffle. It's so easy Frankie? to say,
3: like, Frankie maybe, but I think okay. I think Iron Man would be a fan of Zoro to be perfectly honest. Yeah, um, he's got swords. He's cool. Yeah, that's it. I
0: think like, based on like the more recent movies, I think Thor would like Frankie because of he's yeah he's so cool. He's such a cool character, and he's got like gadgets and shit. Yeah, he's got like cool. Shit. Yeah. They're out. also
5: good, good comic yeah. relief. Yeah. Um, once they figured that out for,
3: for Thor. Mm-hmm. I think Banner, Banner would like Usopp a lot. Usopp or Frankie. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Hulk, Hulk would not. Usopp,
3: what would Hulk? Yeah. Who would Hulk like instead? Uh, who is strongest? white <laughs> Whitebeard. <White-eared.
6: laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm down. That's good. Yeah. Who, who would, would Black Widow white- like? Oh, probably Nami. Nami or, over or Robin, Robin?
1: Who does assassination stuff?
3: Mm-hmm. She claimed. I think I think she'd like Robin or Nami's backstory a lot, but Mm. then again, Mm. Robin's backstory perhaps too. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I think she'd get along with both.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. All
5: right, all right. Uh, Grand Reboot says uh, there is a theory going around that all the tall people we see could be one of the Akazaya Nine. Does that mean that Boa Hancock is Denjiro? Jokes aside. (laughs) I find it creepy how loyal the supernova in this arc are to Kaido and Orochi especially after we saw what happened to Killer. Also with all the abilities Law has, I still find it impossible for Hawkins to beat Law even if he has hostages that Law cares about.
3: So I think like Killer is a prime example of why they do obey him. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. like he's
2: made Kaido's made a few examples out of uh, their peers.
5: Yeah. yeah.
3: And who knows where the rest of those crews are at, you know? Yeah. If they're still alive. Um, I think
5: I, I I was thinking about this when, uh, you know, we we got the face off between Law and Hawkins. But I feel like they're both um, in a way like they're they're both very tricky characters, I think, for Oda to write in like a battling sense because they both have very. Like kind of, in a sense, almost like overpowered abilities where there's they're very complex and they have ways that, you know, he can write them to be um really, you know, r- really powerful to to accomplish like certain story goals that are like really kind of wild, and therefore that makes it, you know hard to argue like, okay, well, why doesn't law just do this? or why doesn't law just do that? and and Hawkins having these sort of like life substitution powers. reminds me a lot of that um and so i I feel like they're they're a good matchup but i really couldn't tell you like how it should go because you know they're they're just such kind of abnormal powers it's a very it's a very tricky one uh let's see um i guess this is gonna uh, rely on your recent experience but electric dynamite says i'm going to be visiting tokyo for a week in august i wondered if you had any tips for a first-time visitor any must-see spots for One Piece fans, and should I make a reservation for the Sanji restaurant, or
3: is walk-in fine? Uh, Tokyo Tower, of course, and make a re- make that reservation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think also make uh, you
4: got to make a reservation for the uh, photo op too. Yeah, you got to go yeah. early; tickets sold out. What about oh, the No, floating no Sanji. you don't to do that no more.
0: What about the floating Sanji cafe, Steve?
4: Oh, you mean the One Piece cafe in the middle of the ocean? Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, make plans for that, but give yourself plenty of time and check that bus schedule. You'll hear more of that story next time. Um, also, you're going in August.
3: It's going to be hot. It's going yeah, to it's be going hot as shit. Stay um, yeah. hydrated. Hot and Just rainy. Stay yeah.
0: Buy a coin uh, purse it. and buy a drink in every, every, every train station you go to. <laughs> yes,
3: yes, coin purses are key. Uh, we got ours at the One Piece Tokyo Tower, right. actually. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because everything under 500 yen, which is
0: $5, is, you know, $5 and under. That's all coins.
3: Yeah, Yeah, and you're going to get a lot of that.
5: Also, if you are going to buy a drink at every vending machine you see, uh, just be warned that you're going to be carrying that bottle around with you until you find a trash can. Drink it immediately
0: and get rid of the bottle.
5: Yeah.
3: Yeah, do
4: not eat and run. If we quote me in Osaka... Hold on, let me let me finish this coffee so I can throw it out. yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Keep tabs on um, your so sure. train pass card as yep. well. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, buy a strong zero. Drink it in public.
4: <laughs> yeah, if you want to get loaded. Maybe not really during quick. the daytime.
0: Well, so. at nighttime, yeah.
1: Learn right. to enjoy highballs.
3: <laughs> yeah, they got
1: a lot
4: of a lot of highballs. They're they're
1: really
6: good. Yeah. Now.
4: Just dress appropriately, too, because it's humid, and it was already humid when we were there. God. It's going to be worse in August. Oh, yeah. Lastly, bring comfy
1: shoes, because you're going to do a lot of walking.
3: Yes, you Mm -hmm. are. It's a walk in town. Sure is. Oh, yeah, don't take it. Do not take a taxi. Yeah. Taxis are expensive and not worth it. Train.
1: What, what right. train pass did you guys you, use? Suica card or one Suica. of the other ones? And, yeah. and, the,
0: and, and, our and pass. the JR pass. You know, we yeah. got that for traveling around the country. Um, but if you go to places other than Tokyo, go to some out-of-the-way out places, look for local One Piece merchandise.
3: Yeah, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right.
5: Uh, next is from Bronze Salamander, who says, With Queen's Devil Fruit being revealed as the Brachiosaurus, do you think we'll ever see the Tyrannosaurus Rex? And if so, will they be part of Kaido's crew?
2: How many Toby Europa
5: people do we have left? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I think technically four. We've only seen two. Yeah, yeah. It's Drake and page one.
3: Yeah, Um, I just I kind of forgot that we've got some more on the way. So Mm -hmm.
2: probably gonna be some some matchups for all the kind of the the secondary characters.
3: Maybe it's it's tricky because.
5: What was... Drake's was not... So Drake's wasn't the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Was it the... Uh,
3: Allosaurus. Allosaurus. Allosaurus, okay. okay.
5: So that, that kind of begs the question, like, are they different enough that Oda would bother to use it, or is this just him kind of throwing us a curveball to, you know, keep away from the obvious uh, choice um, in terms of not <sighs> using the T-Rex?
2: I mean, I guess he's, he's always got the T-Rex available to him if he, if he ever wants, like, a cool... Character in the future,
6: yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, or or like
2: a movie villain or something.
3: I, I wonder if he was like,
2: yeah, cool?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of wondered if he was just like, well, I'm not wasting the T-Rex fruit on this goober.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I say I feel like if you if if you were revealed to that, it would be like saying, all right, here I'm gonna you know unveil my new. My new superhero, he wears a big cape and he has a hook on his hand, but his name is Alligator. You know, it's just sort of like, OK, I've seen this already.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was because I was about to say, like, look, you know, I think the T-Rex is pretty considerably bigger than an Allosaurus. But then we've also got like the, the Spinosaurus to, that's bigger than a T-Rex. So Maybe it's not, like, it's not like a bigger Allosaurus would have been all that cool in this in this context.
5: Maybe he'll he'll use the T Rex, but he's going to use like the the proper updated model. So he's just going to have a bunch of feathers and yes, has like, has like a beak and stuff. That would be awesome. That'd be great. All right. Although I, th- uh, I feel like the Allosaurus also has feathers. Oh, probably. Yeah, but he's already used it here, see, so he can't change. The but then, feathers. but
2: then, just for like consistency's sake, he can't he can't just go. So it's, it's the Jurassic Park problem. He can't just go back to feathers now. <laughs>
5: All right, Uh, Aima Ivano M says, "Uh, welcome back from your trip, OPP. Here's a theory. Uh, Kyoshiro has the basilisk mythological snake fruit, making his fight with Zoro a version of the Kenshin versus Udo fight, since the basilisk and Udo have that same power of paralyzing you with their stares. This fruit would explain why Kyoshiro has such prominent eyes in his design and why Zoro is breathing so hard and how not Yori survived getting cut. Uh Kyoshiro just paralyzed her organs and blood vessels to stop them from bleeding out. Have a great day. Hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's still up in the air as to how how it is that she quote unquote died and then, you know, ran away. We haven't seen the the trick revealed yet. Um, so I'll give you that one, although. I don't know. I don't know if I would believe this power. I did I have seen an interesting theory. I don't know if it's been mentioned on the podcast that uh Kyoshiro's eyes, his design is very similar to um Otsuru. Like he has the very mm-hmm. slanted, uh, you know, kind of uh classical e looking uh facial features, and that therefore he could be like Kinemon's son, which is uh, an interesting
3: twist. Um, oh, that would be
5: weird yeah uh, i i would really like that'd be really funny if you know if like kinemon's like the you know like the the dad who who goes off to be a soldier in the war so he comes back 20 years later and then Otsuru's gonna like like have <laughs> well ha, have kyoshiro like here, here he's your baby son it's you never seen him before
2: do we know when kyoshiro replaced uh Kyo as the yakuza boss
5: no, we just know that he's the, like the contemporary version of that. I haven't known you my whole life, and then
4: you just come in here and say you're my father. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you.
2: I, I, I buy the theories that we're going to learn. Kyoshiro is is Denjiro. Yeah, that's what that's, makes sense. That's still to me right now
5: most likely, but um, it's hard to say. I'm a little surprised that it's gone this long and we still haven't gotten all of that wrapped up, but. Mm. I don't know. I think we're, we're very close to the end of act two, most likely. So we'll, we'll probably get a bunch of story stuff soon. Um, and I think that is it for catching us up on piece together for
3: Reddit. Great. Uh, Ooh. emails. Uh, emails. Yeah, we got a couple, not very many. Um, this is from a couple weeks ago, May 26. So, uh, it would have come out last episode. This is from just Martin. Dear one piece podcast. I was doing some number crunching and according to an earlier chapter, Kaido has 500 smile devil fruit users on his crew. If 10% of the fruits bestow Zoan-esque powers, then that means at least 5,000 of Kaido's crew can't swim without the benefit of animal powers. Does this mean that the person who has done the most harm to Kaido is arguably Caesar? I mean, he has kind of rendered an entire uh, 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 entire fleet worth of people useless in water. So just to keep track of his accolades, he has, one, saved the straw hats from a botched assassination. Two, Scammed Big Mom out of money and was almost responsible for her death. Three, uh, killed the only Logia user in Doflamingo's crew while saving the Straw Hats from an island-busting gas attack. Four, saved the people of Zo. Five, weakened the army of one of the emperors of the ocean. If that's not Straw Hat crew potential, then I don't know what
6: is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's been a Straw Hat all
3: along. Uh, this is what I've been saying. Uh,
2: this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, this is...
3: That's that was funny. for you, I guess, Sam.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Though, though, to be fair, I don't like how often has has uh, character swimming been like a really important part of the series?
3: Not, <laughs> even, not as often even, as you
6: think.
5: Even Lucci is like, ah, it's not that big of a deal.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Josh Collins sent a uh, a link to us from readinglightnovel.com or readlightnovel.com. And uh. Basically, uh, he's asking, what if somebody with the Infinity Gauntlet entered the world of One Piece?
0: Is this like a fan fiction thing, or?
3: <sighs> I guess this is a hypothetical.
0: Okay. Well, in
1: comics, if you go to a different reality, the Infinity Gauntlet doesn't work unless you find the actual Infinity Gauntlet of that reality, so it wouldn't.
3: Hey. <laughs> I'm glad you're episode, <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. boom! Mm. So we only have uh, one email for this week. Uh, this is from Patrick Mitchell. Uh, He says, hey all, not sure if this was already pointed out, but I thought it was interesting that both Yasuye and Roger die with smiles on their faces. Roger's execution set off the Great Pirate Age, and Yasuye's execution is clearly being set up to ignite a revolution within Wano. Crackpot theories. I know Yasuye literally cannot stop smiling, but maybe he actually hails from the d bloodline. Two, perhaps Doflamingo used the reverse reverse fruit, went back in time right before Roger's execution, fed him a tainted smile fruit, using this moment as a shameless advertisement (laughs) for his future product. Wow, but uh that's he's super effective. Crackpot theories aside, I hope this is nothing more than a thematic connection. Uh I didn't even think about this.
5: I honestly so I, I wouldn't be that surprised if it turned out that Yasuye had never actually eaten one of the tainted smile fruits and that he was, you know, just doing that of his own accord the yeah, whole this is, time. And, uh, that's what I was asking a few weeks ago.
2: Um I mean I've i, I does I'm guessing he did. Property. As you of
3: right now. Me. But Yeah, that's interesting. Um anyway, that's it for emails. All right, then it's time for
0: Peace the Tweet! Peace the tweet, everybody. First one comes from P. Jensfeld who says, Hi OPP. Love you and love you all and have listened through your read throughs recently. As a new fan of both One Piece and the podcast, I really appreciate your terrific work. Really like Sanji's Diablo Jamba in the sandal slash Wano style. Steve would say Sanji is cool. Thank you, Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one comes from Super Ninja Clone, who has uh, some suggestions for if each of the Straw Hats were an alcohol. So he says Luffy is black rum. Zoro is Nihonshu, Nami is Yuzu Shu. Usopp is spiced rum. Sanji is cognac. Chopper is Chambord, which is uh, it's like raspberry liqueur. Robin is yeah. Red red vermouth. Frankie is bourbon. Brock is Jägermeister. uh, Brooke is Jägermeister, not Brock. Brock. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Brooke is Jägermeister. (laughs) And Jinbei is Shaoxing, which is, I guess, some sort of Chinese liquor. Uh, Anyone have any other suggestions? Robin is is wine,
5: not vermouth.
0: (laughs) Mm, Yes, red wine.
5: Was this something I, I missed the the start? Was this something that this uh, reader made up themselves, or I did think it come? So, Yeah, this is yeah. just something wow. that they
0: came up with. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like Nami as Yuzu Shu as the citrus. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. citrus alcohol.
5: Yeah, it's, yeah,
0: it's really is, good. It's a good list. It is.
4: What do we, um, I forget? Did they did they mention Jinbei? Yeah.
0: Shao Xiao Sheng, which is I'm not sure Shaoxing. exactly what that is. Hmm. Look that up later.
3: Well, I'm
4: sure he likes it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah that's good i like that that's uh that's like sounds like a list that Oda would come up with next uh, up straw hats as cocktails do it yeah. <laughs> god oh so Shaoxing wine is a chinese cooking wine
5: oh. okay it's probably similar to a uh, meeting
3: then yeah uh, cooking sake. yeah, yeah. so rice wine yep all right
0: next one comes from 91 ryan it says who do you think will fight sanji and zoro in the yeah, i should say this this question's from may 26th uh, who do you think will fight Sanji and Zoro in the next chapter? Also, Stephen, <laughs> uh, uh, the second question is more important. Uh, Stephen, what are your impressions of Samurai Eight: The Tale of Hachimaru? I'm reading it week to week, and I wanted to ask.
5: Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's kind of, um, it's a difficult series to to translate because it is very, like it, it very seem, seems very dense with like um, sort of contextual information world building stuff, like with all of the um, samurai soul and samurai, you know, samurai keys and key samurai mm-hmm. and holder, you know, these uh, like sort of robotic mounts and things like that. Um, so it is a little tricky. I have to be very careful with like how I'm interpreting, uh, all of the terminology that he's using? And like, is this actually because he's also used a lot of terms, like multiple terms for the same thing? And um so it's been it's been challenging, but it's been kind of fun. I think like when when translating something like has it, it, it like it feels tricky, but there's a lot of satisfaction in kind of feeling like you've got it right. and so i've been I've been enjoying it um in that sense. and um, I'm kind of eager to see. Uh, how it goes Um, uh, you know he's I think he said in his interview that uh, before the series started that it was going to be much more of I guess what you would consider a one-piece style adventure story where you know he set up this universe and then the action is going to go from planet to planet um, Mm -hmm. and you're going to see new stuff each place and uh, that's kind of exciting to, um, to consider and so I'm uh, I'm eager to see how how it continues to develop. So yeah, I've been enjoying it so far. I hope uh, I hope people are liking it.
1: All right. I've I've been reading it too. Uh, today's chapter I had to backtrack about a chapter and a half because I kind of got lost. i being like, wait, what what happened
0: again? Yeah, because yeah. it
1: is like you said, very dense.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, and this next one comes from Sniper of My Heart, who says, "Do you think Zora will finally call Sanji by name? Will they actually talk about why he left the crew?" Because no one told Zoro about the Zeph threat or the pointless bomb handcuffs.
5: Will they finally kiss? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I I prefer if nothing changed between them. I kind of like their dynamic. It doesn't have to change.
5: Yeah, I I agree with you. Ed. I don't I don't think it's neces I don't think it's really necessary to get Zoro's reaction if it had if it had fit into the story at the time. I think you know it would we would have seen a reaction from Zoro, but kind of going back to that at this point does seem like it's sort of going back to fill in information that we didn't really need. It wasn't really necessary to, to explain. Maybe, uh, Zorro is also
2: Tommy Lee Jones.
5: I don't care.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's trying to draw like the way, the way that, uh, Zorro responded to like Usopp coming back and like how he was, he was the one who like really cared about Usopp, like, uh, mm. coming back the right way. Right. Um, whereas that's true. Whole Cake, I mean, as far as Zoro knows, like the last thing Zoro knew was the letter where Sanji said, Oh, don't worry, I'll be back. And then Luffy left and then Luffy came back with Sanji. And mm-hmm. so he doesn't have any questions. I'm, I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's
5: probably true. Yeah.
0: All right. Next one comes from Elver Gunn, who says we all waited to see Sanji rub his higher bounty on Zoro's face. And the twist on that and Luffy with the inner face. Oh, laughing so hard. I guess they like the chapter.
6: <laughs>
0: Alright, uh, our very own Jill writes a question. Uh, what's your favorite dinosaurs? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Velociraptor? Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, uh, having been to Disney's Animal Kingdom a couple of times the last few years, I like the Carnotaurus. What's that one? It's a fake one from the ride they have at Animal Kingdom. Oh, the big red <laughs> one with
4: like the devil horns? Yeah, where you go back in time. Yeah. yeah. That's a fun it's ride. The jo- fun. It's the Indiana Jones track, but it's uh it's dinosaurs.
3: Yep. Yeah. This is something I thought about recently. Uh crocodiles are my favorite animal and they're basically like living dinosaurs. And I didn't know what a mosasaur was until Jurassic World came out, and they're basically giant crocodiles, but I don't really think that counts, so uh, I'm gonna say Stegosaurus. What do you mean it doesn't I guess count they I, just,
0: have... <laughs> I just said a fictional dinosaur?
3: <laughs> okay, well this is this is my own little brain thing. Uh I I like stegosauruses because they have it all baby. They've got plates and also spikes.
0: And a thagomizer.
3: That too. I like I like Denonicus because
2: they're like velociraptors, but they're actually the size people think velociraptors are.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, because Velociraptor's are only like two feet tall. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Um, I like
1: Brachiosaurus since they just you know had it in in the chapter, and I I remember really really wanting that Dino Rider set that had the <laughs> that had the figures on the Brachiosaurus where it's like it's a mobile base. It's so cool.
5: I don't know if I had a favorite. I definitely had like a dinosaur phase as a little boy. Um, I don't know, maybe like a Triceratops or something. That's pretty cool. A cool dinosaur,
3: yeah. I remember back when uh I was a kid and Power Rangers came out, I would draw my own Power Ranger and he was an orange ranger and he had the power of the Stegosaurus because there wasn't a ranger that had the power of Stegosaurus and there wasn't an orange one. And now that I'm older, I know that uh it's based off of Z Ranger and those were all the dinosaurs they made for that show.
0: All right, uh, next one comes from Return to Sabati who says. Could something happen in One Piece that would make you drop the series? Or are you in it for the long haul, even if it goes to shit? Which you probably won't. I mean, the faith that it won't, like, I've been proven right so far. I have no reason to think that even if something happened that I didn't like, that it wouldn't recover.
6: Mm-hmm. I
1: read through all the be- bleach. I can make it through One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well,
5: I get paid for it, so... <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't know if uh, I mean, I know with like the recent like Game of Thrones stuff that happened. uh, I don't know. I I have faith in Oda and I feel like my One Piece uh, fandom, my 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 passion for the series has definitely been recharged after the uh, Japan trip. So I'm in it for the long run.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if there's anything in the series proper that could make me like quit it, honestly, like. I've been I've been reading this series for like I've been reading this series since 2002, damn it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why would like why would I up and quit it? Like, it's dumb.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's um like I, I don't think there would be any one thing that could happen that would like completely not, unless like Oda just completely went crazy. And, you know, like just hit a switch and, you know, was started putting all sorts of like, you know, just antithetical like uh, ideas into uh, the story that he's been building. I think it's more likely like if it was going to be uh, like, oh, you know, too bad about one piece sort of thing. It would be, you know, just a, a steady decline in storytelling. And I think that this the series itself has evolved over time. Like it's definitely not the same series that it was uh, back, you know, when we first entered the grand line and, and stuff like that. Um, but I don't think that he's like lost his ability to, to tell a good story. Um, and if anything, like one of his great strengths is the ability to kind of rehash old, um, story constructs and kind of go, you know, go back to the well of, uh, these like sort of tear drinking moments and things like that. And, uh, you know, unexpected like character surprises and they're still good, even if you've seen him do similar things before. So it's hard to imagine like the the series just suddenly turning off a whole bunch of people um, the way that Game of Thrones did.
0: All right. Next one comes from Stacey Chen, who says, never thought I'd see another long neck creature reveal. Who's did you like better? Kaku or Queen?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kaku
0: all uh, the way.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. You Kaku can't, was
1: way good.
3: You can't get better than a giraffe falling through the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. And giraffes are awesome.
3: They are. That's true. All
0: right. Uh, next one comes from Huntress fan, who says, "Now that it has been almost a week since you've come back from Japan, well, for me and Alex, Steve has uh, been home less. Um, what do you miss the most? Also, what was your favorite vending machine drink or convenience food?" Mm. Well, for the, the second question, is Strong Zero and Black Thunder.
4: Well, uh, oh, oh, so vending machine and convenience store count as one?
0: Or yeah. uh I mean, Koo is pretty good. Apple juice.
3: Yeah, Koo, motherfucker. Oh, I didn't get to have Koo's that. Koo good.
0: Yeah,
3: it is. I did not get to have that. Um, it's but, baby uh, juice for babies, but it's so good. <laughs> it felt good when I was sick that day.
4: Strong Zero, or as we kept calling it, Strong World Zero. <laughs> strong,
0: strong World Chapter Zero, that's <laughs> right. Chapter go. Zero. <laughs> um, I found out why they call it that. It's because they actually like freeze dry fruit. To like below zero and then like powderize it and put it in the alcohol that's why it tastes that way oh
4: yeah. cool yeah. uh i did uh, was it uh, what was the sweat drink again
0: pacari
4: sweat i sweat. Sweat. was called the picardi
3: sweat <laughs> engage <laughs> there's there's a cocktail idea <laughs> right uh that was number that... one ring this sweat rag into this jaw <laughs>
4: That was really good on some of those really hot days. Um, man, like the coffee's. Re- I had that banana latte and
5: <laughs> oh, uh, Boss Black. Love Boss Black. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna ask if you guys have some Boss coffee.
4: Yeah, definitely had yeah. Uh, a bunch of Boss. It's funny how strong the banana smell was from that banana latte. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I opened it up and Maddie's standing next to me. And she said, "Damn."
6: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: but it was actually really good um yeah all right so conveni food onigiri um the uh spicy salmon roe one uh, i really liked having that for breakfast or a snack mm-hmm. um vending machine drink uh it's hard to it's hard to go it's hard to go wrong here um because anything you got a vending machine is pretty good for coffee i would i like the uh boss rainbow blend Um, I definitely got Pokari sweat more than a few times though, just because it's, and I can get it here in the States. I just, it's just, uh, it's, it hydrates you. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Um, there's that one time, uh, uh, what the the tea that Maddie got me from the, uh, was really good. Straight, straight tea. Mm -hmm. That was really fucking good. Um, I really enjoyed that too. Not sure if you can get a vending machine,
5: but, um, That's that's a really good name for a tea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the straight tea. The
4: best <laughs> like onigiri I had though was the one I bought at the airport before I left. Uh, beef short rib, ooh. amazing.
3: Ooh, yeah. god,
4: that sounds great. Yeah. I don't think I saw uh, it at all when uh, when I like when I would pop into a 7-Eleven because I would get like the tamago one for like breakfast or like uh, the tuna or the salmon. But I did not see the beef short rib one until I was at the airport, and ooh, that was the best one. So,
3: can so I ask now that,
4: a, an addendum after you guys are done with this one.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Well I'll, I now well that we have a week to think about it. I can tell you that the thing that I missed the most about Japan is uh the fact that I could walk to a konbini and get whatever the fuck I wanted out of it mm-hmm. uh at all times. Like that's you can't tell you how many times I've wanted to just wake up, get out of bed and walk and get onigiri and the tea and that would be it. Like that's I think that's honestly the thing I missed Missed the most is how convenient all the convenience stores actually were, except for that one time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. the, the oh, inconvenient. Hit by many cards. Yeah, the inconvenient. <laughs>
1: two two addendums, if uh, I could. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, and were you guys near any like twenty four hour convenience? Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Sweet, that helps. Uh, and then secondly, did you guys risk any of the bending machines that had like a hundred yen or less drinks?
0: No, I think the hundred yen is the most is the least I paid yeah. for uh, Same. A, a drink.
1: Yeah. Most of the time, I would see like one ten, one twenty, but I mm-hmm. passed by some vending machines there that were like everything a hundred yen or under, oh, and wow. so it was basically all the ones that were like uh, these are imitation ones. I definitely of bought things uh, like Takari sweat and teas and whatever.
0: I definitely bought water, plain water for one hundred yen in the vending machine. <laughs> That's about yeah. it. Okay, uh last one comes from Quipquest who says Are there any theories or claims that you've made in the past about One Piece's future story developments that you look back on and realize how crazy they were? Like Carrot for Straw Hat, or Jinbei for Straw Hat. Hey. Wait.
1: <laughs> 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 Sam's being attacked here, man. <laughs> I have issues.
3: Oh Sam's Stop the- picking on Sam here. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on.
0: I gotta send you that picture of the carrot POP that I took.
3: I mean, I thought that Kaku was going to be a straw hat mm. for a really long time mm. uh, yeah. until the CP9 reveal. So that's not really that long of a time. <laughs> yeah. but I was very, I was very, very convinced. I was oh, surprised I... that
0: anyone thought it would be anyone other than Frankie after Frankie got a flashback. Uh,
3: yeah, I was, I was on the poly train for a pretty long time, but mm. uh, until the Frankie flashback, that was a solidifier. Shit, I forget where
4: we were in Tokyo when I made the joke. We might have been with Greg because I made. I think I made a joke. Oh, all the straw hats, you know, were there, and I list them all. I had Frankie, Brooke, Margaret, and I—that <laughs> that popped somebody. I forget who.
3: Yeah, it might have been me. I, uh, I yeah, you're a big, you're a big fan of Margaret. Her picture. I do
4: like Margaret. No, but I just remember, like, because she had like a full body reveal right from the get go, and people were mm. already like, "Ooh, I don't know." And she was really attached to the Luffy. And I mm. remember just seeing someone on DeviantArt Art draw the entire crew. And
2: Margaret I was like okay
4: I thought I was jumping the gun drawing Jim Bay with them a couple of years ago
2: but
6: <laughs>
2: yeah I, I remember when I first caught up which was like as the which is like as the Marineford War was wrapping up was when I caught up and like I remember being very confident that Hancock was going to be the new which just seems so silly now you know yeah. no one has mentioned this character yet and I remember this was
4: everyone thought they were going to join for a long time uh, Kami
6: Huh. Oh, yeah,
5: yeah. Amy. I
4: never. Yeah, I never want to. Because like she actually had a dream. It was like, she, even though it had nothing to do with being a pirate, but she wanted to be a fashion designer. People thought, huh? Eh? Eh? Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> a dream.
4: <laughs> Wants to make
0: shirts on Redbubble?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can so,
0: from anywhere, Amy. <laughs> All right, that was the last one. Um any any final thoughts
3: oh. for you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say you and uh you and Steve didn't say what you missed most about being in Japan.
0: Oh.
3: Oh. Uh
4: and I feel like it's a similar answer to yours. It's definitely the just the the convenience of like I I enjoy walking. If I could walk to a destination, I'll do it. Uh the uh the public Trans, you know, the public transportation there uh, kicks ass. It's on time. Yeah, uh That's great. Clean. Uh, and
0: I, didn't I, get, I didn't get to I, do any wrestling while I was there. Next time I have to go to wrestling.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I th- I think maybe one of the next times I go it's going to be a, a, like a wrestling trip. Oh, who am I kidding?
3: I'm still going to go to every Mugawari store. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, having stores that are specifically catered to One Piece is really awesome. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. i
4: just remember like having that moment when we were just like in osaka i just am like I-, I i'm in a mall but i'm at a one piece store like i am really far
3: away from home <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah i guess the one big thing that i missed the most though and this was like this was with me all week it's less about being in Japan, but it was being in Japan with you guys. Like, Are you cheater? Are you cheater? I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I wasn't going. To, that's why I didn't say that first, but I just wanted to mm. put that on the record because I don't want to. I'm not a monster. Like, that's the thing I miss the most is hanging out with you guys in Japan, because that was the best part of it. Of course. Yeah. Like, number one. Everybody has a unit like that day in Tokyo Tower might have been my might have been the best birthday I've ever had. So. <laughs> hard to compete mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's uh let's round off the show.
5: Oh, can I say one more thing? Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just perusing the chapter thread for this chapter on Arlong Park, and I just want to share a very short comment from user Pariston Hill, who said, now we know why Jack gets bullied by Queen and King. That sucker got a non-dinosaur devil fruit. What a loser!
3: <laughs> 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 Pretty good. Wow.
0: <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's round off the show. Sounds good. this has been the one piece podcast episode 573 for the week of sunday june 9th 2019 on this episode we had a manga recap for chapter 945 olin and also some piece together hopefully next week we'll bring back the anime recap but uh for now um just want to say thank you to everyone for coming on um anything that any any announcements anyone wants to make before we give everyone the contact information
1: Anyone going to Anime Expo? I'll be there.
4: Alright. In Artist Alley. Oh, nice. uh, Stop by at Artist Your Hour Sally booth. Please. Uh, holy crap, I have much to do in a short amount of time.
0: <laughs> you going to Crunchyroll Want Roll me Expo to City? draw something? What was that? You going to Crunchyroll Expo too?
4: Um, I applied. I, I haven't heard anything yet, but we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. But uh, yeah, Anime Expo. I have an Artist Alley table. Want me to draw
0: something? Ask me now. <laughs> yeah. all right um cool so first of all thank you dennis for coming on the show how can the people out there contact you
1: you can find me on my twitter or instagram at itchnob, and i also do an old school anime podcast called the vintage anime club podcast where uh i think next week we're gonna finish up with our first season of slayers discussion oh, cool. so, it was nice. fun watching that so far
0: I posted a a Slayers trailer on the uh, Weed Trailers feed a few weeks ago. It uh, actually did better than I thought it would do. Uh, Oh, nice. A lot of people seem to have it for it. Anyway, Sam, thank you for coming on. What have you been up to? What have you been writing lately?
2: Well, uh, I've been... I mean, as usual, I'm doing the daily streaming reviews over at AnimeNewsNetwork.com, One Piece, Dragon... No, not Dragon Ball Super. One Piece, Black Clover, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lucky Chainsaw and they can find me on the One Piece podcast every week doing the anime recaps when uh, it's
0: I will be caught convenient. up with the anime I will be caught up with the anime by next week I swear when it's
2: practical to do an anime recap <laughs> I am doing that
4: anime recap
0: yeah. I mean that, that Wano trailer that came out when we were in Japan looked amazing so I think a lot mm-hmm. more people are going watching week to week
4: it, it, it couldn't be any more fitting we, we we all watched that on my phone like <laughs> yeah right next to matsumoto castle and i'm like hey we're in japan
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right and steven how can they come back
5: uh, you can follow me on twitter at translatorsaurus and you can read my work every week in shonen jump translating one piece and
0: samurai eight right on um alex
3: Find me on Twitter and Instagram at dude exclamation, all one word. Go to superartfight.com slash merch to purchase Cute Animals on Fire, the card game that I made with Super Art Fight. Uh, I have a couple of cards that I drew in, in that deck. Uh, it was a lot of fun to do, so check that out. Also listen to Toho Yaro, the podcast that I do with Scott and Joey every month here on the Maji Media Network. Um, the Departures episode should be out uh, hopefully tomorrow. Um, I have it all Edited and ready. I am just waiting on one little tiny thing. Uh, and Redbeard, uh, the Redbeard episode will be out sometime later this month as well. Uh, we're getting caught up. And that's it for me.
0: All right. And Steve. Uh,
4: you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Steve Bierko is the username, of course. And listen to me on other podcasts like the Adult Swim podcast I do with Matt J called The Deep End. And the Wrestling Entrance Theme podcast I do with Doctor called Toon Sweet
0: right on and the podcast can be found at uh or first of all uh get zach on twitter at zach underscore logan i'm edward e one piece on twitter i'm also at weeb trailers check out the uh 10th anniversary promotional video for manga video that i posted up there earlier today a lot of anime classics uh, the podcast can be found at one podcast.com twitter.com youtube.com and facebook.com slash podcast Piece podcast at gmail.com is our email address one Piece podcast is our skype name patreon.com slash one piece podcast you can support us there and get some extras you can uh, subscribe on soundcloud subscribe on spotify subscribe rate interview on apple podcasts and uh, call us on our phone number that's three four seven four nine seven maji maji 4976254 call anytime anytime <laughs> your questions your comments your theories your reasons why um i don't know it's a good night at the Opera. um so anyway for the one piece podcast this week my name is ed my name is steve and my name is alex and we'll see you next week everybody bye bye so long so long all right time for trivia now right (laughs) no
6: (laughs) no